With everything Cage has gone through for one job, he was surprised he'd even made it this far. Crossing state lines yet again only reinforced his skills as a true wastelander. Thing is, Red just radioed in and told him that a nasty storm was going to hold him back from his trail the next few days. So, to kill time, Cage hung back in a little town known as Bisbee. <laughs> and well, he met some people at a saloon who told him about some grub work that needed to be done by the bartender. They just so happened to need one more person to get things rolling. So, this is it, huh? The best you can get, Pops. You already know Bob, right? Right, right. Tech guy, right? Yes, sir. And you? Phoenix, weapons specialist, incendiary enthusiast. Me and Aurelia done some jobs together in the past month. And a damn lifesaver, if you ask me. He's better at burning flesh than fire ants. Gotcha, gotcha. But you, I'm not so sure of. What history do you got with this one, girl? I need people I can trust on this one, and I- Oh, Cage? Gordon, I told you I might need to bring someone new along. And I told you if I did, it'd be someone with backbone and a good vibe. And he fits the bill. I never said I'd just up and agree with you, girl. This ain't exactly the ideal way to handle a job this sensitive. And guess what? Cage here is working on a sensitive matter. He can't even tell us the slightest. Take a chance, brother, will you? Look, I'm out of here tomorrow, so make your choice if you need to make it. Uh, fine, fine. But listen good here, you all. Mayor has a stick up his ass already for me, so we need to keep this discreet, or I'm a vagabond again. Listening to you loud and clear. All right. The target is an Assaultron at the old General Atomics Laboratory down south a ways. Don't get your panties in a bunch either. It may be a fully functioning model, but it's deactivated. Some of my data scroungers picked me up a complete set of blueprints for the facility and an updated map to boot. We know exactly where we're going and you won't be going in aimless. Wait a minute, I've been there before. Last time I checked, it was just a superstore of scrap metal. Rusted beyond use. You may not have noticed, Bob, but the place had a blasted out elevator. Can't use it now, but it's also why we have Phoenix here. He'll get us down to the real lab. And goodness knows what you'll find down there. Take it. Take everything you can fill your pockets with. Just get me that Assaultron in one piece, and I can set you lot up for life. Might as well get moving. We probably won't get there till afternoon. Right. Good idea. You'll be here. Right, Gordon? Where else am I? Guess you really are tethered to this place, huh? I won't be. Once I have that stupid robot and make my way toward Diamond City. I guess we better get moving then. Right. Come on, Cage. We can all get to know each other on the way. Sounds good to me.
No pun intended, but Cage was a bit cagey around new folks he didn't know. He hadn't really been fond of working with folk at all since the Brotherhood. Bob, Phoenix, and Aurelia were all right. The gal clearly took leadership of the crew. She'd clearly been in her fair share of scraps and wore the most immaculate leather armor. Bob sort of looked like a pre-war construction worker with the overalls, helmet, and gloves, but that getup fit his engineering expertise. Phoenix was just weird looking. That boy wore an all-black hooded outfit with some kind of glowing helmet underneath. All that in a hundred degree weather. All right then. I don't like all this awkwardness. Boys, introduce yourselves. You already know me. A team is only as great as its connection, I always say. Well, Phoenix and I already know each other a little bit. We pulled that military base job together the other month, cracked that place open, and brought in enough ammo to satisfy the town for months. Oh, that was you there. Good job, man. I've met some hackers in my day. But you're the first one I ever met that could bypass pre-war tech so easily. You're like a time traveler or something. <laughs> Thanks. Back in the day, I used to explore my old neighborhood and unlock the old terminals in each house and get all up in people's 200-year-old business. Old code is like second nature to me now. Well, shit. I'm just glad you're helping out on this one. It's a little freaky dealing with old robots. What about you, Cage? Everybody in the region just kind of knows each other in some way. I wish I could tell you everything about me, but what I will say is that I have masterful combat experience and a lifelong military background. I've been tracking for a few years and it's kept food on my table. This has all been done alone. So I hope this can provide you men security while you're on this mission. I say all this without the intention of bragging, of course. Damn. You're the real deal, huh? <laughs> you seem a little too intelligent to be the muscle of this whole operation. He's the real deal, boys. Believe it or not, I caught Cage here playing kick the can with a bunch of local kids outside the motel. Thing is, nobody with that kind of armor just forges it out of nowhere. I just had to have a sit down with him. Well, with badass armor like that, I won't have any doubts about your abilities. <laughs> Needless to say, Aurelia and the boys got along just nicely. That night, the gang sat around a campfire in the middle of the desert, as they had only a little ways away from the old robot facility. They could have made it tonight, but any wastelander knows energy for something like that is best saved till morning. You know, Gordon's a tricky one, even for a sleazy bartender. Yeah, what the hell does one guy really need with an Assaultron? Granted, uh, I'd really like to have one for myself, to be quite honest. Well, there's your answer, boys. He wants it all for himself. Gordon's always been a piece of shit. Don't forget that. If he ain't swilling most of the saloon's supply, he's always coming up with some harebrained scheme that costs him more money than he can afford. They fail nearly every time. 
And he still manages to afford you? On his own? No. But where the money comes from, I don't care. That man's more in debt than the entire country was to China back in the day. But the washed-up old fool still comes up with our share. That's reliable enough for me. Even if he's broken down in every other aspect of life. <laughs> He'll come up with our score cage. No need to fret. Pocket change or a year's salary. That weird old bartender coughs it up. Somehow. I'm surprised he's not dead yet. Assaultrons are no joke. I've seen one rip apart dozens of men in the blink of an eye long ago. It sounds like Gordon wants this one to make sure none of his past debtors catch up to him. So, Cage, what's your deal, if you don't mind me asking? My deal? Yeah, your deal. You have a helmet on, but I can still read your demeanor. Something's up about you that I can... notice. Obviously not anything negative, or I wouldn't have brought you along, but... Come on, Aurelia. No, no. I've been meaning to ask. It's not like anything's off or out of place, just that... I almost feel as though you've got a gun to your head. Like you can't be yourself, you know? Well, now that you say that, I don't know how much I expect you to believe my next statement, but... Let's just say I'm not exactly the same person I used to be. I'm on my way to some place that may just make or break the rest of me. In the meantime, please, I'm making the most of it. Gotta respect that. Hey, you're braver than me, man. I just keep taking the small stuff until one day I can just sit on it. But not Aurelia here. Ain't that right, girl? <laughs> right. I guess I just do it for the thrill of it. Ain't exactly like the good old days where you could earn yourself a pound of money and just pack it up to a gated community somewhere. Besides, I like exploring. There's always New Vegas. <laughs> and what do I do? Just gamble and drink all day? Sounds like the life to me. Nah, if I just had to live off my wealth for the rest of my days, I'd rather spend it on the biggest ranch in the West. No one to bother me listen to the radio all day, and shoot guns out into the open whenever I'm bored. Which I'm sure would be frequent. <laughs> well, boys, best get some shut-eye before work. It's getting late, and I already have a rule about staying up past midnight during a job. Mm. <sighs> yeah, you got it, boss. Hey, uh, Cage, you really sleep in that armor? Not all of it. I usually take the helmet off. <laughs> Good night, everybody. So, the party of four may have partaken in a little too much beer the night before such a big mission, but you could barely tell that even happened based on the look on their faces. The morning after was unreasonably hot with no clouds in sight, 
Each mercenary gave the exterior of the old robot facility a good luck before preparing to enter. Let's hope this place is as empty as it looks. Nothing hurts more than gunshots after a hangover. Mmm. You said it. Alright, y'all. If we are still up to date about this place, we are standing in front of one big untapped gold mine. Not just for our friend behind the bar, but for us, too. First things first, we head in, clear a way to rappel down the elevator, and search for that bot. If any of you can scavenge anything for yourselves on the way back that doesn't weigh us down, feel free to go for it. Anybody have any questions? Yeah, judging from the fact that this place has an Assaultron at its disposal, I assume there'll be an abundance of security measures at hand. Well, of course it does, numbnuts. We ain't exactly raiding a compound meant for organic life. In my experience, unless you know your robot, you can't trust it. Believe me, rogue machines are unpredictable and dangerous as hell. I don't care if it's a typical handy butler model. Put it down if it moves. Well said. Anything else? That's awfully strange for a factory producing domestic robots to have a military production underneath. Bob, you'd be surprised at the amount of speakeasy-style operations the pre-war government had going on in just your regular places. That being said, guns out and move in. We need to make sure the first floor is safe before we think about moving downward. Let's move. Clear. How about you, fellas? Clear. Clear. Alright, let's focus on the elevator. I can already tell it's absolutely clogged with debris. Phoenix? You already knew what you hired me for. <laughs> That'll do it. Everyone back away, quickly! It's clear. Looks like a long way down. Yep. And not even a rope left behind from the lift for us to grapple down. May need to just trust our armor to soak up the shock. Just a suggestion. We don't know what's down there. So I'd say we all go in at once. I don't want anything to get the jump on us. Good idea. Though I'm an advocate for playing it safe. Believe it or not. Wanna draw straws to see who goes first, or are you with Cage's idea? Uh, I mean, Cage is the combat guy. Last thing I'd want to be is the test dummy. Agreed. In that case, everybody get over here by the shaft and prepare to drop. Alright, y'all. I promise you, it looks further than it actually is. On my count, one, two, three. Oh, shit! Is everyone okay? I'm fine over here. I think. Phoenix? Aurelia? Fuck, that was scary. 
But I'm okay. Looks like we got a bunch of scrap metal down here that broke our fall. <sighs> See, guys? Nothing to it. There's even a light down here. Looks like a door down that way. Um, guys? Why is all this trash beginning to move? Good God. Those are robots. Fuck. We must have triggered them just now. Everyone, get behind those pillars. We're out here in the open. You heard him. Go, go. Hostile. Target identified. Commencing lawful use of deadly force. Weapons free, everyone. Try not to get zapped while you're at it. It's no good. We'll run out of ammo and be forced to bare knuckle it at this rate. Don't you got any MP grenades, Bob? Yeah, but unless you want to get locked inside this place, we're better off trying something else. What do you mean? Aurelia, he's saying an EMP would disrupt the door terminal. In short, these robots gotta go before we can get out of this room. Damn it! I'll do it. What do you mean? If I can get past those heaps of junk and access the terminal, can deactivate them and open the door to the next room. Bob. I just need you to draw their fire. Get me serious. Just watch me. What the hell, Bob? Well, you heard him. Let's draw their attention and give the man some space. Come on. I told you this guy was a whiz kid. Bob? The trio carefully came out of their cover to check on Bob, who was still standing at the terminal, facing away from them. It looked like his hand was still touching the keyboard, but he was unusually still. Bob, you good? Oh, oh no. He's been hit. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. It's okay, Bob. It's okay. I got you. Bobby, Bobby, can you hear me? You did it, my man. You did it. I... I did? How many times did they hit him? I don't know. I don't know. Once, by the looks of it. Damn, who's got a stim pack on them? Won't work. His wounds are too vital. Bob, Bob, can you hear me? Give him hell. Give, give him hell. Are you crazy, man? We're not gonna leave you behind for this. You hear me, Bobby? You ain't going out like this. Bob. Bob, stay with me now. Maybe we can send you back and get you. Aurelia.
our story after this. Welcome to the Ultralux, where only the Wasteland's finest choose to stay. We're approaching the anniversary of our fine dining restaurant, the Gourmand, and really felt it necessary to honor our biggest supporters, we like to call the patrons. I think you will find the variety of our most prestigious guests quite appealing. Of course, we have to start with our most senior member, Joel Jackal. You'll find him in our VIP suite with his astonishing cosplay collection on display for the public. FYI, you will be charged admission to feast your eyes on such premium material. Hodgepodge the Cardboard Wolf serves as one of the most prolific wasteland blacksmiths and can occasionally be found dining with the White Glove Society during holidays. No flash photography or you will be removed. I hope you like bounty hunters. There are a ton in the Mojave I'm sure you've heard of, but none as famous as the great Mike Tyson. Some know him as Cage. He's been welcomed into the gourmand as well, but says he isn't a fan of the meat. I suppose not everyone shares the same taste. Have you heard of the Donnie difference before? Sure you have. And that's not just a statement. It's the name of one of New Vegas's most stellar promoters. Yes, Donnie is one of the few hand-picked by Mr. House to spread the word about our great city and fine establishments like ours. He really does make a difference. Don McCormick is a success story that people like us can appreciate. Before becoming one of New Vegas's most recognizable voices since Mr. New Vegas himself, she used to host Mojave Music Radio all by her lonesome, until getting discovered by Radio New Vegas. Now we don't normally covet, um, wasteland folk. But now she's made a name for herself as Radio New Vegas's nighttime host. We hope you like sports, because Frederick Winther is Vegas's most prolific jouster. Why, his job is so dangerous that he has to live it up like it's his last day every day. We're glad he chooses to spend it here. Get a picture with your favorite jousters while you can. Frederick has impaled every one of his opponents. It's hard to tell whether or not Lost Paws Jr. is even present in the casino, since he got his hands on that pre-war stealth suit. He's a vertebrae assassin, you see. Sometimes my staff reports massive amounts of food missing, only to find a thank you letter and a giant tip left behind on the table. I think the amounts of enemies he's made warrants full-time invisibility. Speaking of veterans, let's not forget the great Brandon Cullison, an NCR ranger who's earned his black armor and has seen battle scenarios fit only for a major Hollywood movie. He's also a bard writing and performing his famous war poems in front of our upper-crust clientele. Not a dry eye in the room after that. I think the army will do just fine with him boosting morale. You may have heard of that overrated Rad Pack review over at the Topps Casino, but how about Jorge Vega and the Ratatones? Yes, you'll find nowhere in this state with the musical variety performed by this trio. With Jorge on the strings, Richard Villa on clarinet, and John Baker on trumpet, patrons are simply riveted each night. Gambling and chems cause your heart to give out? Had a little too much to drink? 
Well, Dr. Alex Roberts has seen more than enough of our more unruly visitors in his office than he can count. Everyone knows we like to keep our alcohol limit to tipsy at the Ultralux, but we can make a few exceptions to newer patrons. However, if you see Dr. Roberts more than three times, you will be banned from the premises. But if you can handle your liquor, I'm sure many of you are familiar with our main booze suppliers, Jackson Little and Shannon Dale White. No premium vodka like theirs, no siree. They started as best pals back in New Reno for a small-time distributor. And then, after cutting a few throats and extorting their way to the top, they've made an empire worthy of gods. I love a rags-to-riches story. Lastly, we can't leave out Michael D. Batkew, one of our oldest members. Michael is a household name here as a co-recipe maker for our head chef, Philippe. We all know our cooks only accept the finest of ingredients, especially meat, and Michael does just that. Hunting down the wealthiest Brahmin and delivering them to the kitchen for our most prized members, he himself included. How inspiring! And those are the patrons. They'll all be here, so please don't miss out on this once-in-a-lifetime experience, if you can afford it. Would you like to join this talented group of individuals? Then visit patreon.com slash abomradio. That's patreon.com slash abomradio. Are you tired of bullies pushing you around? Boy, am I. What if you could get rid of them forever? You see, Jimmy, our government has bullies, too. Wow, really? That's right, which is why we've developed some whiz-bang new weapons, so bullies around the world never bother us again. Huh. Maybe you should just see for yourself. Boy, thanks, mister. Careful there, sport. The Batman Tactical Nuclear Catapult. Enlist now and demo one today. The sudden and heroic loss of Bob could be felt through the remaining three members of the party. Aurelia took it the hardest. It's usually mighty difficult to find other mercenaries who you could trust with your life. So it seemed as if one of the good ones had left this earth. With what little morale the group had left, all three traveled deeper and deeper into the facility, trouble-free beside some security systems, to gather themselves and put their heads together with one man down. They spent the night in the old employee's break room. Can we even finish this without him? I have experience in tech, but I hit a brick wall when I hit the advanced stuff. I don't know whether or not an Assaultron can just be taken physically or, or if we need to bypass anything. You bet your assets protected. I have my own trickery around circuits and diodes, but Aurelia, facts are facts. This little trio couldn't even make up half of Bob's book smarts. Oh, we're getting that robot, one way or another. I don't know about you two, but I finish what I start, risks and all. Aurelia, be reasonable. We either know how to break through pre-war jargon, or we don't. 
Hell, that's like hiking through a nuclear crater knowing our hazmat suits have rips in them. You know your area of expertise, Phoenix. But you know I've dabbled in a little bit of everything. But- You don't always fight fire with fire, Phoenix. Just like you don't always fight tech with tech. There's never a sure combination, but there's many that work. You both have a little background in science? Good. In that case, we'll make sure your knowledge is pushed to the fullest extent. If that's not enough, fine. Our combat prowess overwhelms whatever this place can still throw at us. Could Bob have made it easier? Hell yeah. But we deal with the hand we're dealt. As is with all in life. See? Cage gets it. Besides, I'm not climbing back out of this cold motherfucker only to bring down an unreliable computer guy. It ain't worth it. Don't you agree, Phoenix? I agree. You're... you're right, Aurelia, but... but what do we do? I'll go over it with the both of you now, and one more time in the morning. Call me sadistic, but I already began exploring our avenues the moment I knew Bob was dead. I have a few radical ones, but I'm going with the safest plan. We're all ears. All right. Here goes. Feel free to jump in if you think it'd help. Terminals over there. Phoenix, get to it. Way ahead of you. Good. Cage, mark where you can spot turret mount points. I don't want to get caught by surprise. Right. Good so far, fellas. Seems like this place doesn't trip an alarm unless it's tampered with. Phoenix, what's the status on the security? Bypassing the security? Ah. I hope you're for sure in those turret points, Cage. This room had an entire hellstorm of lead for us if we make the slightest misstep. I can see that. The ceilings have a lot of crease points in them for many turrets. Aurelia, I know you had a plan for this, but did you imagine this many? Yep. Makes our situation more delicate, but still possible. All you need to do is disable its force field, and then I can try to remove it gently. Already there, just tell me when to press the button. Just a moment. Let me get ready. Government boys must have been pretty proud of this model for it to stand so confidently in the center of the room like this. Careful, Aurelia. Shush, damn it. I know. Okay, Phoenix. Deactivate the power. I'm gonna remove this thing nice and slow now. Gotcha. Cutting off the power. Looks good so far. What the hell? The power's back on. Oh no. Aurelia, look out! Analyzing hostile. Calculating kill probability. <gasps> you are facing an SSS-class combat robot. Are you alright? Must have been some kind of backup system in place. We need to fall back before that thing gets back up. Come on, Phoenix. We need to head down the hallway. 
These things are fast. Right behind you. Reassessing tactical parameters. Oh shit, that thing's already got its laser going again. Take cover behind those wall panels. Hurry. Ooh. Area not secure. I've only seen one of these before. They don't take such long breaks before shooting their lasers like the regular ones. We're dealing with one beefed up army bot here. Weapons free. How is this thing not overheating? Don't worry about it now. Take a shot at it when it begins recharging. Did one of you hit it? Uh, at least, I don't think so. SOB is tough. Stay in cover, you two. I'm going to take a peek. Go ahead. Contact. <gasps> Look out, Aurelia! <laughs> Phoenix, dive out of the way! This fight is already over. Phoenix, look out. It's looking right at you. You... you want a piece of me, you pile of junk? Death is inevitable, human. Ugh. Get out of the way, Phoenix. Forget me. Shoot this thing from behind while I distract it. No. Wait. Come on. Get up, Aurelia. We need to get a hold of this thing. Oh, we need to get its combat inhibitor. It's the only way. There's no taking it head on. Let's go. The run to stop the robot and ultimately save Phoenix was like trying to sprint with anvils tied to your legs in a 10 second time limit. They did their best not to shoot, so they didn't accidentally hit Phoenix on the other end. This had to be done by hand. Engaging. <clears throat> Engaging target. There! Cage! Bust that thing while it's open. I see it! Got it. Error. Error. Alert. Critical signs. Alert. Critical signs. Oh, thank God. We got it. We got it. Phoenix, don't you ever try and play a hero like that again. Phoenix. Oh, no, 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 no. We were too late. Oh, Phoenix, I'm so sorry. He gave his life for us to stop this thing. Just like Bob. Just like Bob. I'm so sorry, Aurelia. We should have never come here, Cage. No amount of caps is worth this. What do you want to do now? 
I'll stand by, whatever it is. Oh, we are getting what we came here for. For Bob, for Phoenix, and for our time. Damn it. I'm hauling this thing back to town myself. You sure I can? I'm fine. I'm fine. Just make sure the way is clear for us. All right? Of course. you are, Gordon. All four legs and a head. I'd like my money now, please. Jeez, woman! Couldn't you met me around back? This ain't exactly the shit I want seen in front of a full house. No, I can't. Now we got your damn play toy. Pay up. All of it. Hmm. So this is it, huh? Why is there only two of you? Where's the rest of your crew? Dead, Gordon. Working for you. All right, all right. Keep your voice down. I'm sorry. Ugh. Bob and Phoenix gave their lives to make this happen, Gordon. This wasn't the snatch and grab you imagined. Nevertheless, you all knew the risks. Now, let's see here. What are you even looking at? You're literally looking at what you want right in front of you. Aurelia. And just what the hell is this? What? The, the combat inhibitor. This whole back panel even. It's all burnt out. Aw, oh, damn it. Just what in the hell would you do that for? And you should be grateful we were able to bring in the rest of it without a scratch. You'll find another inhibitor or whatever easy. And if you still don't like it, then tough shit. Give me my money. No, no. I said to give me a working model. It does work. If we didn't blow that thing off the machine, you wouldn't even get the robot at all. You don't get it. My, my intel people told me that military equipment needs military parts. It's going to take decades if I can find another one of these, even if I do. Not my problem. Now pony up, or else. Pony up? Without the innards of this thing? You might as well have brought me nothing at all. Look here, old man. You just sent two good men to their graves, busting their asses for you. And we just carried the torch for them. The next words out of your mouth better be, here's your money, or we're going to have a really big problem. Half. What? You don't even deserve that. Just take it and leave it. You already kicked my plans over like a sandcastle. Half, I say. You're blowing it, buddy. You know what? I'm tired of this. No, no, wait! Uh, 
don't think he's dead. Huh. Nah. Best leave him to his debtors. I'd enjoy the thought of what they do to him while we're already miles out of this place. In fact... What are you doing? Paying the both of us each our share. Plus whatever he owed both Bob and Phoenix. So, you mean everything you can find behind that bar? Now you're catching on. Here. All mine? All yours. Don't let any of the survivors go get to you. You know Bob and Phoenix would have wanted you to have it. Besides, Gordon sure can't have it. Can't argue with you there. Just sorry it couldn't end another way. This is the way of the wasteland, Cage. I try not to grieve too hard. We become kin a lot quicker than the old days out here. So consider this inheritance. I know what you mean. So, what are you going to do now? Well, one thing's for sure. I'm taking this robot with me as a cherry on top. I'll be coming back to gather the other two and give them proper burials. <sighs> Who knows? Maybe the guys were right. Maybe I should move to New Vegas and kick my feet up. Anything's for certain, I'm done working for guys. I can smell whiskey on a mile away. <laughs> Besides, you've got your own burdens to carry, friend. Hopefully this money can help along the way. It will. I'll make sure it's put to good use. Take care of yourself, Aurelia. <sighs> you know I will. Hope I run into you one of these days, Cage. Maybe it'll be when you can say more. The story written all over your face intrigues me. <laughs> I know you'll hold me to that. So, sure. Huh. See you around, bud. Watch yourself out there. No, you grow up quick in the wasteland, and that usually means you get used to seeing a person alive one moment and dead the next. But some that's rare to come by are trustworthy pals, as rare as gold it is. And when you take that away, boy, I tell you, it's as cruel as it can get out there. This whole endeavor may have been a huge bust, but Cage made a few friends that day. Even though one of them made it out alive with him, something told the old soldier he'd see Aurelia again. We'll surely see. Stay subscribed and stay notified for our next episode, Red Flags. Cage is taken in by one of the wealthiest ranch dynasties in the West, only to be tangled up in one of the nastiest family feuds fit for a soap opera. You don't want to miss this one. This episode was written and produced by Preston Harden, edited and mixed by Ethan Walsh. In today's episode, Cage was voiced by Mike Tyson, Aurelia by Vitriol Plays, Bob by Shannon Dale White II, Phoenix by Jaxis Conway, and Gordon by Josh White. Be sure to visit patreon.com slash Radio and become a dear listener. Find us also at Abom Radio on Twitter. Other things like our merch and Discord are available in this episode's description. 
Also, make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Or share it with another Fallout fan. You know they'll like it. I'm Forrest Lee, and I'll see you in the next one. to a Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember, beauty is in the eye of the controller.